Well, hello, and welcome to Remember God Loves You, and I'll meet you at the finish line. Well, I hope you guys are having an awesome Saturday, because I know I am, because today is a day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and praise and be glad in it. And God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. You know, I just want to give you words of encouragement. You know, last episode, I made a lot of hiccups. Last episode, I really wasn't sure of what I was going to say or what I was going to do. And that's what happened last episode. Now, of course, this episode, and I feel a little bit more better. Um, and it was not only that, but it was like late at night. And so I would like to apologize for the uncut and the real me. Now, this week, we have many colleges Going back, to, going back in session, we have many athletes, or actually just college people going back, um, high school students going back, and that can be a very hard time for the families, hard time for um, any of us. But I want to give you words of encouragement: Don't be discouraged when things do not work out. Don't be discouraged when life hits you really hard. And don't be discouraged when you are facing those struggle times and you're trying to find new friends and and that you can't because you're afraid to. Don't be discouraged by it. And also remember that no, you can't make friends with everyone. And not that, but at the end of the day, God is still has a plan for you. And he is, just loves you and he cares for you. So that's why within the, that's why I want to bring in this message um, as we continue on to our just having a sense of peace over our hearts. I think it's important that we talk about God is our refuge. God is our refuge during the troubled times of our lives, and He is our refuge during the times of um, new beginnings. And a lot of us really don't know of the new beginnings we have. And so, with this in mind. We have a very, very important uh, a psalm that comes to mind, and that's Psalms 121. But before that, we're going to start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for bringing us together. We thank you that we can just come here in reverence of you, Lord. Lord, you are an awesome God. I just pray that no matter what happens, Lord, that you can watch over us, and that you can just love us, and you can show your countenance upon us. Lord, I pray that you may guard our hearts and guard our minds of any wickedness that goes on. Guard our minds as we go throughout the day. And guard our minds as we just love and care for you. And also, Lord, I pray for anyone that's starting a new journey, either going back to college and starting to class on Monday. And I also just pray that you can just protect the families. And it's a new journey for many, a lot of new people. And I just pray that you can protect them and guard their hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So in Psalms 21, we're looking at the Psalms of Accents or Songs of Accents. In verse 1, we read, I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. 
And it's interesting because just those two verses, we're going to break it down. The reason why I love Psalms 121 is because it's only eight verses. And there's four parables. But the first one we break down and realize that, <clears throat> you know, when we look at the mountain, it's a huge thing. It's like a, uh, it's part of the ground and it's part of the earth, of course. But think of it that God is so awesome that he can move a mountain. And God is so awesome that you might be going through a struggle in life. You know, you might be going through a trial or you might be going through a tribulation. And God is so awesome because he is there with you and he's there alongside walking the journey. And no matter the circumstances, no matter the, the problem at hand, he can truly move a mountain. <clears throat> and it doesn't matter the small of the situation. And this is cool when we read in verses 3, he will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. In verse 4, indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. So in that, in those two other verses, we read, and we get better understanding in our contextual days is that God truly is watching over all of us. You know, there's sometimes when I think that God wasn't watching over my life. You know, um, there's sometimes when I thought that God was like too busy and I messed up way too many times in order for God to watch over me. But then I realized that I'm his son. And that he cares for me and he loves for me. He loves for me. And that's very humbling to know. And that's awesome to know as well. Because God is a merciful God. And he watches over you because he's you are a child of his. And I definitely can tell you, I, I have a story about like how we were on CQ when I was in Shepherd Air Force Base. And we had to watch over um, a barrack. And the barracks had about 200 to uh, 500, 200, 200 to 250 people in it. And boy, am I glad that God does not sleep on my watch. But at that time, I realized how, um, you know, how tired we get. You know, we think that we have each other's back or we think that we care for each other. But then next you know, during the pinnacle of night, the you get really tired and you get the heavy eyelids and next you know you you doze off. And then and then it was interesting because I, I fell asleep while standing up. And <clears throat> while I learned a valuable lesson because uh a drill sergeant went up to me and pushed me off the table and I actually hit the ground and I woke up. And I was definitely not very happy. But at the same time, I got in trouble for it because I let a lot of people down. And if it was in time of war and we were deployed, that'd be a bigger issue. So I am glad that God um, has is watching over me. Because I know that he will never sleep. And I know that he will never slumber. In verses 5, we read, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. 
The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. And we're going to read verses 7. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Those two contextually, those five and six and seven and eight, they understand how no matter the circumstances and no matter the pinnacle point of our lives, God watches over you and he understands that until we cross that finish line, he's never going to leave your sight. Until like you cross that finish line, he's never going to, he's never let you down. And for me, that brings awesome assurance to know that how awesome is that? That I, I, we have a God that will never let, uh, let you alone. He'll never let you sink. That brings me to the story of when Peter tried to walk on water and then he doubted and then he started doubting himself and he started sinking. And right there and then Jesus extended his right hand and he grabbed and he grabbed his hand and he said, no, I'm here for you. That is important on our walk with journey in life because on a road that God has set before us, there are times in our lives where we see a fogginess. There are times in our life when we feel anxious about the decisions we're making, whether if it's the right decision or not. There are also times in our life where we just, our life just fills up so much. We, we don't have enough time. And there are also times in our lives when we put God on the back burner, but we still call ourselves Christian. And the interesting part that I have to look at in that sense is when we look in this kind of a contextual analysis, we get a better understanding of what Jesus <clears throat> is and who he is. Because we think that we don't need him. Because once again, we turn to a blind eye thinking, okay, God is, I felt God has left me. And yes, I have felt that before. And leading that before brings um, refuge, that sense of refuge, knowing that I can run to God and that cry and that plea is out to God. And it's interesting because we also read in our hearts and in our minds that there's nothing to be worried about. That throughout the Bible and throughout verses, Psalms 121 and um, 121, and we can also look back in, um, let's see, I'm sorry, verses 120, not verses 121, but chapter 121, and we can probably jump to chapter 122 because it was a very short verse, but we can jump to verse chapter 122. We can kind of see what he was also stating in that sense, where he was saying that he was our refuge and he is our comforter. Because in verse 1 in Psalms 122, we read, I rejoiced with those who said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That is where the tribes go up 
The tribes of Israel are the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statutes given to Israel. There stand the thrones of judgment, or for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. In verse 6, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be with you. For the sake of the house of the Lord, our God, I will seek your prosperity. And that pretty much summarizes what we've had been through in our lives. And I also find it to be reassuring because you feel as though you are losing in life right now. To me, I felt like I was like losing. You know, I felt at times in our lives when I was losing or a situation I was at. But the opposition or whatever that may be uh, or represent has dealt a substantial blow that landed hard. If you are nodding in agreement or if you're saying, ah, you know what, I agree. I've been in that situation where I had some devastating news or I've been in that situation where I accidentally passed through a red light and I didn't know that I got pulled over by a police car. And next thing you know, my car um, had some expired license plate and then the list would go on. And now I'm sitting in jail. I, I, would under, I don't understand that. Well, the cool thing is, is that we understand that's a major hurdle. I've never been there before and I'm sure you haven't been there, but it's, it's been kind of a, uh, a far-fetched thing. But let's bring it to more awareness for young parents. I'm sure that if you, this is your first time sending your kids to college, that's a hard, that could be a storm in your life because that's going to be a hard goodbye because you are officially letting your child to be by themselves for the first time. Allowing them to make the decisions and a lot and worrying about whether they're going to make the right decision or not. Or worrying about, did our teaching help my son or daughter be a better person? Or what happens if they make the poor decision? What do I do then? And so it's interesting because if you, when we come in agreement, God's mighty hand has deflected shots you were never aware of. He provides shade so you, in which you can rest. And he will ultimately, um, it's a, God is your ultimate safety net. But the Lord is faithful and he will establish you and guard you against the evil one. And that is so important in our day. Of, in our day. And so with this in mind, we're going to end it with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we pray for our heart, Lord. We pray that we may just come to you as a child <clears throat> that are broken. We pray for anyone that's dealing with major storms of life, whether it is sending their kids to school or whether it is starting school <clears throat> or if they're battling cancer or any major illness, Lord. We pray that you can watch over them. And we pray that we can just come to you in a heart of repentance and a heart of gratitude. 
heart of thankfulness and heart that wants to be purified like the lamb. A heart that wants to glorify you, O Lord. And Lord, may you just guard our hearts as we continue the path that you have set before us. So that when you cross that finish line, Lord, we can run into your arms. And we can hear you say to us, well done, my good and faithful servant. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, I hope you guys have a blessed day. And remember, God loves you. And I'll meet you at the finish line. Bye.